Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Drew Hill covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian. Joins us every single Thursday here on the show. He's here now. What up, Drewski? What's up, man? I'm glad you're feeling a little bit better. I'm battling. That's good. I got that Grizz 9 COVID illness. Yeah, well, I, I remember you telling me earlier this week that your wife was sick, and I yes. was like, oh, no, it's a matter of time. Here we go. I've already, ha- I've already gotten through that, I hope. Like, I got sick a couple weeks ago, and I was back after, like, two or three days, and it wasn't COVID. It was something else, but I felt like crap. Bro, the, sure. the non-COVID nope. illness is the new COVID. Mm-hmm. It, it's like, you know, it's crazy. Like, you never used to – everybody that ever got sick in, like, sports and life, it was just COVID. Everything else just went away for, like, a year or two. And it's all come back. Every pathogen and virus has come back with a vengeance, bro. Well, that's what they were saying is going to happen because we all, like, isolated for so long. and We wore masks in public and all that stuff. So then all of our immune systems just like the our immunity to like the flu and the common cold and all that crap went down and so if you were reading about it like ahead of time like the disease expert people were saying like yo it's going to be bad this year because we have not been like you know around each other without wearing masks or around each other period in the winter very much these last couple of years so this year it's going to be bad well looks like it's pretty bad already for sure yeah i'll tell you what's not bad the memphis grizzlies they are good they're a good team they end up going two and two on this road trip which given the circumstances and the and the guys in and out you would absolutely take that uh every day of the week the utah jazz uh they did not win last night but they did cover so that's the one thing about the jazz they ain't gonna win every game they might they're at least going to cover so two and two on this road trip given the schedule and the guys in and out i, th- I think you would take every day of the week what are you come away from this road trip thinking about the group? Anything different than when you went into it? Like, what's just your takeaway from, you know, this brief little road trip that they're finishing up on? I don't think I think any differently about the big picture of the season. But when I just think about what went on the last week or so, it just was uncomfy, right? Like, there I didn't know. I didn't get the sense that Grizzlies fans were necessarily like panicking or anything. But there was a little concern about the defense. You're missing players here and there. Um, ahead of that game against Portland, you figured there's going to be a lot of guys that could be questionable. We didn't really know what was going on with Steven. Brandon left that last game early, so I guess the best word to describe it was just uncomfy. Like there was just moments where 
you're like, yeah, this isn't the Grizzlies we saw last year. And then you just have to remind yourself that they're playing so shorthanded. Like when they have all of their players available, they just look like a much better team. And I mean, the story of this road trip, I think is Desmond Bain. He missed the one game against Utah and they lose the game, but averaging more than 30 points on this road trip, he's been pretty awesome ever since those, those first three games of the regular season. Um, and he, I wrote about this today in, in my Grizzlies newsletter. Is now the NBA's leading scorer in the fourth quarter after last night. He scores 20 points. So I know it's super early, but it, it's just it, it's awesome for the Grizzlies to win a game like that. It, it's uncomfy as well that they give up a 17-point lead, but it's, it's good to see them win a game like that because Ja has been your closer, and he has been such a good closer. You can make the argument that he's the most clutch player in the NBA based on statistics. He went 0 for 6 last night in the fourth quarter from the floor. And the Grizzlies still won the game. Like, that is so impressive. And it just shows you, like, when it's not Jaws night, it can be Bane's night. And it only takes one of them to get right at the right time for you to win a game. So um, I I think you leave the road trip definitely encouraged and glad that it's over at the same time. I'm with you 100%, Drew. I thought that was the thing about last night is that, okay, Portland comes all the way back, and I'm not going to lie to you. I thought when, when Simons ties it up, I said, you're losing this game based on the fact that Jaws not really closing this one out. It didn't look the same, right? And, and defensively where you'd been. But the two things, you just nailed it. Bain shows you, hey, I can close too. He's averaging over 10, as you point out, in the fourth quarter. But also, Drew, I want to see if you agree with this. I saw signs of defensive life. There at the end. After that run, you saw the Grizzlies get some key stops. Ja got a key rebound. Just we, we know they're going to be better when they get Jaron back. But I thought there at the end they got some much needed stops. And again, that's that's the life. That's the effort that Taylor Jenkins is looking for. Even even shorthanded. Yeah, I definitely agree. And it does make a big difference to have Bain out there defensively too, because he's so strong. He's so good at keeping people in yep. front of him. And. You know, you gave up 19, point, 19 three-pointers to the Jazz in, in the first game in Utah, and it felt like they just made a ton of shots, and that and the, it wasn't necessarily just terrible defense in that first game. You had to give the Jazz a little bit of credit. And I said on Gary's show that there's no way they're making 19 threes back-to-back games. Well, the Jazz came out and made 19 threes again for a totally different reason, it felt like the Grizzlies played no defense in yeah. that second game against Utah. And I think a lot of that is not having Desmond Bain because um, he, he does hurt you. We talk about how important Dylan Brooks is to the defense. Des is pretty important to the defense as well. Even though you know he's not this lengthy defender, he's got the strength and the quickness to stay in front of you know bigger, bigger players. And so um, he's a little bit more of a defensive weapon than a guy like Ja when he's out there on the court. So, I think you're right. They showed some life. They moved around. Um, it was good to see some guys in the right places. Like I thought David Roddy played a lot better in the game last mm-hmm. night. He deserves a little bit of credit because everybody's been pretty hard on him um, early in the season. And, uh, and, and it was good to see that also because it feels like when Jake has been out there, he's almost always in the right place, whether or not he's making the play or not you know, is, is to be seen because he's still a rookie and he's still young, but it looks like he's, he's always in the right place. It hasn't always felt like that with David Roddy early in the season, but it felt like that last night, like he gave them some useful minutes. And so 
yeah, I think overall it was a, a much better effort defensively for the Grizzlies yesterday. We're talking to Drew Hill, <clears throat> covers the Memphis Grizzlies for the Daily Memphian on Twitter at Drew Hill underscore DM, who will now be able to get a verified check to the tune of $8 a month. I know you are uh, certainly – well, do you get one automatically, or do you still have to go through that process? Do you know? That's interesting. I think you still. I think you still have to go through that process, which was clarified to me. I don't know what I did to get on Twitter's bad side, but now if I even like request verification, they just oh, yeah. deny me instantly. Well, because yeah, your, your name is Drew Hill, bro. They can't really verify you. You know. That's true. That's you can't true. be having multiple I'm, Drew Hills out here. Right. Yeah, they think I'm posing as the R and B group. That's exactly. probably what they think is going on here. You should yeah, just lean yeah, into it. I never it. thought about that. Just That's lean into it, man. You know, just tweet some lyrics out. You know, you should just lean into it at yeah. this point. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. posted on Instagram or Twitter or something. I can't keep up with it these days. But uh, he seemed very excited that the calendar turned mm-hmm. to the month of November. And he had like a clock and all these things. What's he hitting at here, Drew? Is he hitting at a November return? If I had to guess when he'll return, I would guess it's this month. Yeah. Um, which is how, I, how far I, ahead of schedule would that be? It'd be on schedule. Okay, it'd be, be on, on schedule. schedule. Okay, okay. That's uh, that's still good I for think, the Grizz, you know? Yeah, oh, oh, of course. I think from what you heard from the beginning, from back in the summer, um, the optimistic timeline would have put him somewhere between Halloween and Thanksgiving. That's the optimistic timeline. And so ever since then, we haven't heard anything other than positive reports regarding Jaron. And a couple of weeks ago, we were told by Taylor Jenkins that the hope is in a couple of weeks, Jaron Jackson Jr. can begin five-on-five play. Um, He has been doing things in these practices that we've been able to see. He's, you know, jumping around, moving around pretty good, shooting. Uh, It was just the contact that really that they were waiting for. Um and so it feels like, yeah, he, he's got to be getting closer. I imagine we'll get a good update on this tomorrow if the Grizzlies have uh, – or before the game tomorrow night when, when Taylor Jenkins talks, I, I would imagine he'll get asked because they've been on this road trip and given the long nature of the season and all that, there hasn't really been a bunch of Memphis media around to be asking what the deal is with Jaron. He's going to get asked about that tomorrow night. So we'll probably get an update, but it does feel like we're getting a lot closer towards Jaron resuming five-on-five, and and, um, now the question is, when when does he play his first game? And I would bet that it's probably this month. It'll probably be one of those deals where they're off ramping him, you know, and he'll play, you know, 15 and then 25 and then la-la-la. But my my question is, is how how impactful is that immediately for the Grizzlies, just Jaron's sheer presence out there? Yeah, I think that's a good question. I don't think we really have a good answer until we can see what he can do on the court. Um, theoretically, like on paper, it's a huge impact, right? Because he gives you another switchable defender and he gives you a serious room protector, which you're essentially playing without, you know, up to this point in the season. Um, I think it also sort of opens the door to, to Taylor Jenkins to become a little bit more creative with some of these lineups, like we saw that Jake LaRavia, Brandon Clark, and Santi Aldama has really worked so far this year. So when those three guys are on the court together and they're all bigger bodies, you get six nine, six nine, and seven feet tall. Um, because you have two shooting bigs out on the court along with 
uh, a, a big that can run to the basket, you know, it, it, it's been very, very productive. Well, we know Jaron and Brandon Clark play really well together already. So could you play lineups that include Jaron and Santi and Brandon Clark? Could you play lineups that include, you know, Jake and and Jaron and Brandon Clark or, you know, some sort of combination like that? That also helps you get through this period of time where you don't have Zaire Williams available. So um, I think it does a lot for the Grizzlies, not just immediately boost their defense by giving them a real rim protector and somebody that can switch, but also it kind of allows Taylor Jenkins to have more options out there um, because right now they've really lacked that with this injury report as crowded as, it, as it's been. Uh, Drew, when you look at the rest of the West, uh, I, I started on this with John Martin. You know, Desmond Bain, how, how tough would it be, you know, to be an all-star this year? You know, you, you'd have guys like Donovan Mitchell, right, coming off, maybe Chris Paul, but John pointed out like Shea Gilgis Alexander right now, Damian Lillard. But if you got the Bain you've got in the last four games, you know, how close is he? How many are ahead of him? How, how tough would it be to be an all-star in the West this year? Um, well, I think a lot of it, as always, will depend on health. I, I did hear, hear you guys talking about this earlier. Um, you also got to take the fan vote into account That's here, true. right? Wiggins, like, which got Wiggins in last year, right? That was the Wiggins yeah. thing last year, yeah. So you could have somebody weird getting in the All-Star game because of That's the fan true. vote again. Um, you wouldn't expect that Dez is going to be as popular as a guy like Ja just because he doesn't have the same sort of superstar power um, that Jaw does. So he probably won't do as well in the fan vote as some other players that may have a little bit more star power but haven't had as good of a season as him. So it's going to be extremely tough, um, to put it short. Like, it, it, it'll be a real challenge. Will the coaches – I think the question is this, is like, will the coaches recognize him as – one of the best players in the West and sort of put the legacy idea of a few of these players to the side mm-hmm. and reward a guy that's playing well enough to become an all-star but has not been an all-star yet. That's really the question. But the numbers are definitely stacked against him at this point, you know, but he's totally deserving based on what he's been able to do so far. We're talking to Drew Hill covers the Grizzlies for the Daily at Memphian. Last night was a packed slate uh, across the NBA, <clears throat> the Clippers, you know, they were a team that uh, my, my man Clipper Darrell across from me loves. And, and look, I don't want to go overboard here. Thank you. It's, it's early. It's the first two weeks of Thank the season, and, and they don't even have Kawhi. Um, but have the Clippers been – I mean, I, I don't know. Like, you probably expected – I don't want to speak for you, but I, I think I expected it to look a lot better than it has – what do you make of what you've seen from the Clippers who, you know, again, are one of those teams that the Grizzlies are going to have to see at some point uh, so far this season? I would explain this as there's a lot of weird S going on in the NBA still at this point in the season. And while it hasn't looked good for the Clippers, it also hasn't looked good for a team like the Warriors. And do you really believe that the Warriors are like, a below 500 basketball team like they are right now? Like, of course you don't. I don't believe this yet. Like, I know the Clippers have struggled, but I just don't believe that they're going to be a team that's outside of the top six in the West or anything like that. I I, I think uh, eventually they'll find a way to put this together. I mean, you also got to take into consideration, like, Kawhi is 
coming off of a season without basketball, like it's going to take the guy a while to get better. You heard Jokic say about Jamal Murray just publicly that flat out that he's going to be bad for about a month. Like I know he's going to be bad. So it's going to take time for the Clippers to sort of come together. Uh, but I haven't lost all faith that the Clippers are going to be pretty good this year. Uh, I still think that they will be pretty good this year. It's just been a bit of a mess at the start, and lots of teams can say that at this point. What What about that that Portland team we saw last night, Drew? When it's got when it's got Dame Lillard, you know, I, you, you know, with where they Utah, you know, I don't believe in that. Maybe for a full season, I, I don't even know if this is the plan right now. I mean, Danny Ainge's got a decision to make: Do I roll with this or blow? You know, sell off more pieces. What am I going to do? But but Portland, and, and in terms of its pieces, if they've got a healthy Dame, where are they at in the mix? I think that they're on the fringe of the playoffs, but probably a play-in team, okay. if I had to guess. Um, I, there's a lot to like about Simons. He's really good. And the Grizzlies did a really good job on him until that fourth quarter exactly. where he got loose. Um, up until that point, he had been relatively quiet, and I thought it wasn't just because of poor shooting where, like, Bain, it felt like he was getting his usual shots. They just weren't going in. Simons, they were doing a good job defensively on him to force the misses. Then he gets loose, and you see what he can do, you know, once he gets in a rhythm. I like a lot of the talent that, you know, Portland has. Like, I'm a fan of Little. Uh, I like Simons. I think he's good. You know, Nurkic, it feels like (laughs) most of the time I watch him, it's against the Grizzlies. So. He's like this world beater, even though he's he's really not. Um, and then with Damian Lillard, you know, obviously he's a superstar player that got off to a great start this year before he got hurt. So um, I just don't think that they have the same sort of firepower as some of these other teams in the West. Sure. But I think they're definitely a play-in team that has a chance to get to uh, get into the playoffs at some point if they choose to continue to be competitive. If this thing like starts to crumble a little bit they're another team that's going to have to think about it at the deadline at least uh talk your ish man i mean tennessee georgia everybody's on tennessee this weekend they don't know talk your ish man (laughs) john i'm gonna be honest like i just watch this tennessee team i get more impressed every time i watch them wow yep wow it's 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 painful to say i like i it is but They've just done such a good job of, like, maximizing the rules and also putting talent together, if that makes sense, which is coaching. So, like, yeah, they've, they, they have great players. Like, Hendon Hooker's awesome. He's also incredibly old. It's wild to me that mm-hmm. that guy's older than, like, Jalen Hurts and stuff. They have a, a full-blown adult playing quarterback. The DeAndre Williams uh, approach there. Seriously, seriously. Um, so they and like Jalen Hyatt is awesome, and Cedric Tillman is awesome. So they have talent all over the field. But I mean, you, like that Kentucky defense that they played against this weekend is not a bad defense. That Alabama defense that they played against has been shaky, but they have good talent on that defense, and they still just put up a ridiculous amount of points because it feels like every single game. They are going to put the defense in a situation where they're going to get at least three wide-open passes downfield for a touchdown because they just run that offense so fast. They push the limits of the rule book so, so much that defenses don't have time to get prepared, and it puts so much mental pressure on guys that they just leave dudes wide open down the field. It's been an incredible coaching job. Do I think they'll beat Georgia this weekend? 
I don't know, but I think it's going to be close. Like it, it, that, that is not going to be a game where Georgia proves a point and runs away with it. I just don't feel like that way. I feel like Tennessee just has too much offensive firepower, and they're going to put up points. So, uh, the other thing, too, is Georgia lost Nolan Smith, number one player in the class of 2019. Their leading uh, tackle for loss guy, their leading facts uh, guy. So I'm not that they were going to be getting a whole lot of pressure anyways on the Tennessee offense, but that's a pretty big loss if you're Georgia. So I don't know, man. I think it's going to be a pretty close game. What about what about your Bama boys? They're going to put Brian Kelly back in his place. Y'all covering this 13 and a half? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to have confidence in Alabama this year based on what you've oh, watched. Oh, brother. Like, listen that, to listen, this. Yeah, I mean, you're talking listen, to – your audience is Memphis football fans, bro. You want to talk about not having confidence. Well, it's it's hard to have – okay. Well, it would be different if Memphis football was playing against LSU. Like, Memphis football and what Alabama looks like are two different things. You know, the expectations are different coming into the season, John. I, I, um, I, don't, I don't agree. I fundamentally disagree with that. But go okay. ahead. So, I, I, look – They've had so many penalties. They've had so many problems defensively. They haven't really been able to put teams away. They've made some uncharacteristic mistakes for Nick Saban coach teams. Eventually, they're going to have one of these get-right games where they blow a team out and they look like the much more talented team on the field. Maybe that's this LSU game. But that just doesn't really happen often in Death Valley at night. Like, those games just tend to be close the majority of the time. Um, so it's hard to have a ton of confidence going into this game against LSU, I think, if you're an Alabama fan, especially when, the, you know, this team set the school record for penalties twice in a season. But you do feel like the team has gotten a little bit better since they lost to Tennessee. You know, they've had that bye week. They had that. Uh, pretty convincing win over Mississippi State. So um, I, I still I, I never know how to feel about the Alabama LSU game because more times than not, it, it turns out to be really close and, and a really good game. Yeah, I look forward to revisiting this when Alabama is once again in the college football playoff. Oh, I just had no confidence in the Alabama this year. It's, uh, yeah, and they're going to be in the playoff again, and then they're going to probably win it. And then this is all going to be just hold, just hold. It's all going to be moot, you know. But go ahead. You have an Alabama ticket, John. That's I do. You want Alabama. But I, I, I also have Bryce Young, so I don't care about the defense. I have Bryce Young. They should have won that game against Tennessee. Okay, they should have won that game they against should've. Tennessee. And uh, the they only should've. reason why they, they didn't is because your 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 power trip of a of a football coach decided to have his worst moment ever, and uh, that's literally the only reason. It's the only reason why. I mean, for one. Not to relitigate this, but you don't run one single run play, and then you go for the 50-yarder, the career long for this cat, and you're surprised when you lose the game. I mean, come on. It's just ridiculous. But it'll, it'll be fine. They're going to look up, and they're going to be in the, uh, in the playoff again, and they're going to probably win it. And uh, you, can, you, can, you can dry your tears with you know, another championship. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 